big. For every country. Co- Kansas City, KRBZ, HD to Kansas City, a radio.com station. This is the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Call us at 913-576-7610 or tweet us at 610 Sports KC using hashtag AP610. Here's Mike Wicket and Editor-in-Chief at ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. We got a full house in here in the studio. Also, the former Chief Linebacker, Sean Barber, Ken Swanson from ArrowheadPride.com in studio as well. It is a final from Los Angeles. 54-51 in the highest scoring game in Monday night football history. Chiefs come up short, and the Rams win 54-51. Uh, we have phone lines open. Want to talk Chiefs late into the night with you at 576-7610-69306 is the text line. Let's go around the horn here. Pete Sweeney, uh, it, it, this game, as they just said at the end of the broadcast, over-delivered on every front. The Chiefs come away with the loss in this game, and it's it's going to sting. I'm sure we're going to hear from the callers in a, in a couple minutes, you know, seconds here. Uh, this will be a game as a Chiefs fan that you won't forget ever. I mean, this is one of these games that you know. I know you came on the wrong side of it, but uh, if you're an NFL fan, you'll never forget you were where you were when uh, two teams scored 50 points uh, for the first time each in NFL history. Now, that being said, there's a lot of people to point for good things that happened in this game. There's a lot of blame to point uh, for the loss in this game, whether it be allowing 50 points altogether. There's a lot of blame to go around, whether it be offensive mistakes. Uh, And then I think at the conclusion of this, you had what amounted to um, a little poetic justice of Marcus Peters getting that interception. The Chiefs wind up getting another chance, and, it's rare that you see this in Patrick Mahomes, but it seemed like the inexperience of this team uh, reared finally its ugly head with a minute to go. There was a lot of mistakes with Tyree Kill maybe not taking that ball out. Uh, and then Patrick Mahomes uh, making the decision to check down the ball when you know you have to manage the clock at that point with one timeout, and that's why you lose the football game. Now, that being said, doesn't matter. As much as you would wanted to win this game, what the Chiefs showed tonight is they can play with the Los Angeles Rams because you're playing an NFC team. It, it matters not in the standings. You have the L.A. Chargers who are chasing you. They have lost. The Patriots have managed to lose uh, a game to the Tennessee Titans, so you're still very much in control of your own destiny in the AFC. But you need to play better in these critical situations if you're going to win a championship. Sean Barber, playing without headphones. No net for you tonight for some reason. We'll fix that. Uh your thoughts on this one, 54-51, 1,000 yards of offense in a Monday night football game. Yeah, I'm good with no headphones. This is kind of my uh, <laughs> my natural state of mind. Uh, when I hear these voices in my head, it kind of makes me feel like I was playing again, so I think I'm better without the uh, earphones. Um, two, two, two of the top best teams in the NFL this year go head-to-head. The scoreboard is what it is. Both teams walk away know that they're one of the most uh, elite, Feared teams to be played. Nobody wants to see the Rams. Nobody wants to see the Chiefs. Nobody wants to see the Saints. Um, I don't think anybody at this point fears the Patriots anymore or the Pittsburgh Steelers or anybody else. It's a it's a it's a three man show. If you can't score like you saw tonight, then you're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. Point blank. Ken Swanson, your thoughts? Fifty four, fifty one. Before we go to the phones at five seven six seven six ten. That game was gut wrenching, <laughs> and um. I mean, it's going to come down to how many mistakes that the Chiefs made. They they made you know five turnovers, a near pick. It feels like ten years ago, and it was five minutes ago that Orlando Skandrick had a near interception to ice the game. So many mistakes, which 
is kind of a, a you know it's a positive thing at the same time. They 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 should have won that game. They should have won that game. They just made way too many mistakes. Three defensive touchdowns in this game, and uh, and five turnovers ultimately for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes throws for four seventy eight on thirty four. I'm sorry, thirty three of forty six passing, six touchdowns, three picks. The two coming in desperation mode at the end of the game. Uh, Tyreek Hill ten catches. 215 yards, two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, 10 catches, a buck 27 and a score. Chris Conley, seven catches, 74 yards, two touchdowns. A touchdown as well through the air for Kareem Hunt. He had 17 touches and 84 total yards and the score. On the other side, before we go to the phones, Jared Goff, 31 to 49, 413, four touchdowns. Todd Gurley, just 12 carries, 55 yards. Brandon Cooks. Had eight catches for 107 yards. Touchdown scores, uh, Reynolds, Woods, and two for Everett for the Rams. 54-51. We'll get more stats, but let's go to the phones. Find out what you thought. If you're a Chiefs fan, you want to jump in, you can right now. 576-7610. We got a full house. We'll be here for a few hours. We want to hear from you. And we start with Michael in Greenwood. You're first up on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, guys. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I pretty much want to speak to you guys about just the middle mistakes that occurred down the stretch here. Tyreek building the ball inside the five two times in the fourth quarter, I believe it was. Um, uh, the two late uh, interceptions. I'm sorry, but this defense, uh, it, it can't win a Super Bowl, I don't think. It, this may not even get us to a Super Bowl. I don't see us getting past Brady still. All right, Michael, thank you for the phone call, man. Don't be a last-time caller. Tyree Kill, and this is what's interesting about it. He does have to have a little bit, I think, of um, a better feel for you know how he plays in the game. But you need to keep in mind that Dave Tobe has said this during press conferences before. He encourages them. They feel like they have room to work with to go out, knowing that Tyree Kill is as, as good as he, um, as good as a possible punt returner as you have in the National Football League. If he feels like he has room, I think he, I think he has the freedom to go to it. And, and, but you saw at the end of the game there. Uh, especially, I think, more so on the final punt return, you have a minute left. At that point, seconds are too precious. You for... need the 10 seconds more than you need the possibility to get it, to take it to the And had it nearly on the goal line, too. And to I the, mean, to the point of back into the end. This isn't the Super Bowl. And, and you know what? Thank goodness, because now you can learn from that. And maybe if it isn't a bigger game, whether it be a divisional game, AFC title, a Super Bowl, that doesn't happen next time. And by the way, I don't know if you think the Rams defense is good enough to win you a Super Bowl to Michael. Total yards tonight, Rams 455, Chiefs 546. So I don't know if you can look at that and say, oh, the Rams defense, they're good enough. They gave up. 100 more yards almost. Funny thing is the Chiefs actually held the Rams significantly underneath their play our yards per play sure. average. Yeah. 6.1 yards per play. The defense, it sounds nuts. The defense was not the problem today. Let's talk to Justin in Belton. What's up, Justin? You're on 610 Sports Radio. How you doing tonight, buddy? Hey, how's it going? Doing all right. Man, um, I like to kind of, I don't like to do it, but the referees suck tonight. That that last punt, Tommy Kill took a step out of bounds, and he got hit. That should have been a 15-yard penalty. It might have changed the game a little bit. But at the beginning of the game, they was nitpicking on the Chiefs. And what the hell? <laughs> 
A lot of people complaining about referees. Nine penalties were called on the Rams, I believe, before the, on Chiefs, the Chiefs. I'm sorry, right? The before on the Chiefs before the Rams were called for one. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to complain about. And on a night when the ESPN headline, this was from ESPN.com, and so they knew what they were doing. It's on ESPN the channel. On a night that they had the headline "All Star Referees," it was a complete joke, uh, and a little bit on both sides. I think the I think the refs would have been the story if the ending hadn't happened as as amazingly as it was because that was infuriating. It was infuriating watching this as a as a, a fan of the Chiefs because I thought it was very suspect some of the stuff that they were getting called for earlier early in the game, but the finish was just so spectacular that I'm like, I can't even process what happened with the referees right now. Justin, thanks for the phone call, man. Five, seven, six, seven, six, ten. the phone number. I, I hate when teams lose and fans blame referees. They were not great tonight by any stretch of the imagination, but I cannot sit here and blame the referees for Aaron Donald dominating. I can't blame the referees for Pat Mahomes throwing three picks. I can't blame the referees for this and that. They didn't have a very good night. They looked bad. But if we're going to take call after call after call after call about referees costing the Chiefs the game, I, I, we're just not going to take calls. It, it's not about the referees tonight. I mean, it's part of it. But if you're, if that's what your 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 take is going to be, it's a weak take. Chester, you're next up. What's up, Chester? Yes, sir. When you can play with the best, the next level in destiny is to beat the best. When you can come back time and time again, when you can keep the opposition sweating, when they remain aggressive trying to keep Mahomes off the field, you keep them sweating and thinking. So you think about what? We can learn from this. We played hard. If you, you're blessed to hung and thirst, pretty soon you're going to be field and say, well, hey, we're going to be the best by beating the best. But it is a process. It's a step-by-step. You learn. You, you, you look at all the things that what kept you back. And then we can win in spite of, and then we can win – but it's a process. You got the confidence now because you got the experience. Now you stand the pressure that exposed the leaks, and you go on toward your destiny. Bake some bread and then break the bread and be the blessed because one day when your time comes, a time chance kept up and all, but we're going to go to our destiny. But it takes time. It takes patience. But we'll get there. God bless you. Thank you, you. Uh, thank you for that, Chester. Let's go to you next up. What's up, you? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Yep. Uh, yeah, we lost today. I got two things. First of all, the Monday night ESPN crew absolutely stinks, okay? <laughs> I'd rather listen to Mitch Holtis, and that's exactly what I did. Number two, number two, uh, this game was freaking me out, man. I, had to, I felt like I needed heart medicine, and I knew it was going to be like that, but I don't think we can really blame – this loss on anybody in particular. I think we could have gotten better on all sides of the ball, and I'm just going to hang up and let you guys talk about it. But yeah, I think I don't. I can't. I don't think we were able to blame one specific side of the ball for this loss. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Five seven six seven six ten. You know, first of all, quickly on the Monday Night Crew. I think back to when John Gruden and Mike Tirico were doing it, and it was so good. It's one of those things where you don't realize how damn good it was until it's gone, and now you're stuck with this crew, and they aren't great. And but when, he, when, 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 it was, when Gruden first took over that job 10, 12 years ago, it was like, what is this guy talking about? He grew into it. I'm not saying Witten and Booger are any good, but it's eight games in, 10 games Gruden, in. Gruden was good. 
I, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, I mean, by the end of it, he was very, very I good. I think Witten's terrible. I don't mind Booger as much as you guys. On to the other point where he, 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 the caller said that uh, the Chiefs can get better on all sides of the football, for sure. But let's just keep this in mind. They scored 51 points tonight on offense. And, and I understand that there is room um, and, and to grow for certainly in, in press situations. If you score 51 points on offense, you have to win the football game. I, I understand that the Rams had some defensive scores as well. I don't care what year it is in the NFL. If you're scoring 51, you should win. I mean, I, it's hard to look at a team and say, you know, they scored 54, but I don't hate the defense. I And I don't. You know? I like, really that's don't. It's terrible to say, but I don't hate the defensive effort by the Chiefs tonight. Right. And, I mean, they got they affected the quarterback. Goff was was really bad for a stretch, and the Chiefs were, were affecting him. And, you know, they, had, they got one of the defensive touchdowns back. Um, it's it fell on just the immense amount of mistakes that happened on the offensive side of the football for the most part. Obviously, there was a few things that the defense could have done better, clearly. But at the same time, you know, some of the mistakes that happened were what ultimately cost them this game. I got a question: if 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 you had to bet on this game a week from now being played again on a neutral field, who what would the point spread be? On a neutral field? Neutral field. Like in Mexico? Probably Rams like minus one and a like, half. Like at Atlanta. Probably, probably, I, I, Rams minus one and a half. Rams pick, minus two and a half. Pick them? I'd think call so. it a pick them. I, I think, think it'd be no. Chiefs plus three. Woo! I think, I, think, I think if you looked at the amount of mistakes for the game no. to be this close, you would have to think that the Chiefs, a couple of missed, you know, drop balls away. They're not going to give up two defensive touchdowns. Um, why? Why? I mean, they did. I would, you I, can't I, predict I, that I, again. I, I it's Aaron say, Donald. I would say Why, he might get three next time. The Chiefs all around. It's, a, it's the best defensive player in the league. Looked like a better team. I think it's much easier to assign an extra guy to chip to be aware of where Donald is than it is to. I mean, Sean, I love you. You know what Donald was coming into this game. He hasn't had it. I don't think he's had a defensive touchdown happen because of him this season yet, though. He had two in one game. Those are fluky. Now, straps, strip sacks and, and sacks, yeah, sure. And should have Mahomes have protected the ball a little better? Absolutely. But that's that's a little bit more. If we're gonna free, if we're gonna take the, if we're gonna take away Aaron Donald's strip sacks, and so we're just gonna we're gonna assume Allen Bailey's gonna do that again. Allen Bailey hasn't no, really been doing that all aren't. year. We aren't gonna I, I assume take, that. I wouldn't take How you could sack. say that the Chiefs would be a favorite next time? They just lost. I'd take them as a pick them, and I'd take them. I would pick the Chiefs to win the next time. The game I saw, I, I saw feel one it. offense. I feel the homerism <laughs> creeping through. I see one offense that I think can be effective going forward, and I see another offense that showed some 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 major flaws. The, the lack of ability to have uh, any consistent running game from Gurley, um, the, 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 the only type of pass is play action, deep crosser type 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 pass is something that's easy to it's easier to defend make corrections to defend than it is what the, the Chiefs offense is doing and defensively I think that you know we we attack it at, at different levels we attack with the D-line um, the secondary was making some plays whereas the Rams basically is a is a one-trick pony if, if if you can neutralize Aaron Donald then their defense becomes very average Samson Ibakum's pick six too forgot about that one that one was uh that was a madden play that one was interesting yeah, I, don't, the, I don't think that happens the very Chiefs often without five turnovers and lose by three points and a 50 if you take away i mean this this being a little bit more uh careful with the possessions i think would turn over at least 17 more points i i think the chiefs can score almost 70 on the rams next time they play 
Come on, John. I know it's okay. late. Maybe you haven't 51, had enough. Maybe you're getting with, tired. Yeah, I'm going with 70. You, you had the under five hours ago. I heard you on the drive. All <laughs> right. Yeah, I couldn't. It was like 30 points of defensive touchdowns. <laughs> I don't know how you can. I, I agree with Pete. I don't know how you can look at a team who just lost, who got disrupted by the best defensive and player looked, in football. And in the final possession, when they had a minute and one timeout, looked real young. They just looked young and not ready to win. I mean, it's it, just it's, the truth. It started with Hill on the punt return, and then it and it just kind of and they don't normally like that. Hill and Mahomes are young are young kids, but they normally play like veterans. That mm-hmm. last possession, they weren't. They just weren't. But Mahomes hasn't made the same mistake twice very often. So if you're going to tell me that he's going to have he's going to replicate the exact same moments that he did this in this last game, I, I understand. I think he but grows the way you guys it. are talking, it's like. Oh, the Chiefs are going to learn from this. They're going to do all these things better. The Rams played the game too and can improve all the stuff that they did wrong too. No, they can't. And if, Why? if, if <laughs> girl, when you when you bring the Rams together, you brought it like like they are maxed out. The team you uh, uh, accumulated, they, that's that's all they got. They nobody in that organization is going to grow. They they are who they are. They, you don't they, think Gurley nope. gets better? You don't think golf no. gets better? No. You don't think Robert Woods gets better? Uh, no. That's why what what they, makes you, you say that? You this team accumulated these alphas to be who they are alphas. They're better than that's, they were last year. That's is. growth. They're the same team they were at the beginning of the year. They're consistently being one of the best teams, one of the best teams. The Chiefs are growing each week. By the end of the season, what you end up at at week 17 is going to be a team that come playoffs nobody's going to even stand close to them. Five seven six seven six ten. Right back to the phones. You can jump into our conversation, Kyle. You're next up on six ten Sports Radio. What's up, Kyle? Hey, two things. Thanks for taking the call. Start off with for a team like the Chiefs, and great game, obviously. But that, I mean, perennially top five special teams, fantastic special teams coach, just a staple of something they've been made for. Hill making that mistake twice in the same game is just unacceptable. I mean, you take the, the slight opportunity, if that ball bounces straight up and they down it on the one or the two, fine. But if that's a touchback, you get the ball on the 25 with a minute 04, Kelsey drops the very next pass, which would have been a first down, you're nearly at midfield. If that changes around, it's uh, unfortunate. I mean, back-to-back games for him with unsportsmanlike conduct penalties. Kelsey had three drops tonight, and I don't even think it's close. This is the worst game Mahomes has had this season, regardless of the stats. Anyway, thanks for taking my call. Hang up and listen. Kyle, thanks. You guys agree? Worst game Mahomes has played? I think if the worst game that Mahomes has played to me, if you could combine somehow the first half of Denver and the first half of New England, that that to me is like the worst full game he's played. Can't say that a game in which he scored six touchdowns. I don't think he had a good end of this game, Mahomes. But before the last two possessions, he had six touchdowns and one pick. And that one pick was nuts and rare and very hard to repeat. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not too worked up about Patrick Mahomes' performance. I think there was some really dumb moments. Now, the 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 lucky pick from Samson Ibakum that was a bad throw from Mahomes and a bad decision, and it looked like he melted down in the middle of it. He got hit on the second one. The third one, he was getting greedy. He was. He the moment was a little bit too big for him in that situation. Now, give him the moment again, and let's see what happens. I think he'll respond. But um, this was not his worst performance. This he did some spectacular things today. He was great for the most part. Just got he was young at the end. I'm with you, and and I believe he'll he'll grow. And I believe that later on in his career, and it may not be this year, it may be the end of this year. You don't really know. But 
He's now had two situations, and the Chiefs, this team has now had two situations where they were in the final minute or two and it with a chance to win. You hope this now third time it happens against a good team, they come out on top as opposed to losing the football game. Let's go right back to the phones. Uh, James is dialing us up in Jersey. What's up, James? Hey, how you doing? All right. Watch the game. Just want to say I'm proud of my Chiefs. I think Mahomes showed a lot of character. Yeah, he fumbled, then comes back, takes the team down for a touchdown. Every time he seemed to make a mistake, he came back. Keep in mind, New England game, this game. Got the lead with, what, two minutes left in the game in both games. If we had any kind of defense in a clutch situation, we win both games. Uh, Scanlon tonight, off his fingertips, drops the ball. I think I'm proud of him. I got no problem playing the Rams again. I'll just say this going forward. You got five games left. It's all about home field. You're going to beat the Faders twice. You're going to beat the Ravens. Just got to beat the Chargers home and the Seahawks on the road, and you're home. And I don't think anybody's going to beat them in Kansas City. And maybe we'll see the Rams again. That's all. Thank you, man. Thanks for the phone call. Kalen in Olathe, you're on KM, uh, 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Kalen? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? All right, all right. Yeah, well, uh, um, going back to what uh, the, the second-to-last caller said about how um, he, he believed Mahomes had – the worst game of his career. I mean, personally, I believe it's kind of hard, you know, to do when you when you throw nearly, uh, you know, 500 uh, passing yards. And, and also, uh, two of the desperation interceptions. I mean, yeah, they were costly. But I, I just, I just want to point out that uh, that it's just funny um, that that the one guy that just had to change the whole flow of the game was Marcus Peters. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I really just found that hilarious. Um, and, and also, I'm happy that uh, that Ron show Hughley does not have to get a tattoo of Kendrick on his leg. Oh, I believe that there is a good portion of Kansas City that when that ball was in Orlando Scandrick's hands for half a second, people in this city were cheering. Because then Ronnie the Show would have had to get a tattoo. I think it still would have been close. Uh, just because <laughs> Scandrick's first half and I, I, you know first quarter was abysmal. There was a bet on the midday show here uh, on Show and Vern. Who would have the higher, what, the pro football focus score? PFF's rating for this game. Marcus Peters or Orlando Scandrick. Yeah, and... I don't know if if he would have gotten that pick. I think it would have at least been interesting to check. I I think Peters did end up playing better than Skandrick, and yeah, I mean he gets that interception. And uh, if it wasn't for for Sean McVay and and that weird decision to, I mean he was he was really just betting on his team and going for the win instead of um, being passive and trying to run out the clock. Uh, but yeah, I mean it, 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 the story really would have been. Uh, definitively, period. Peters picks off the game in his comeback game against Kansas City, and they win it. Um, it's a little, you know, Kansas City isn't going to want to hear it. It is a little bit of a poetic justice. I've never seen the F word on Twitter so much as after Marcus Peters <laughs> picked that pass he's off a, from all the angry Chiefs fans. He's a very polarizing person for a lot of reasons. Uh, you know, there's people in Kansas City who respect him and, and liked his time here. There's people who don't respect him and don't like his time here. So that was just an interesting turn of events at the end of a game where you're waiting for someone to get a break, someone to finally say, I'm going to win this football game. That seemed like it at the time. Kalen, thanks, man. We appreciate the call. Patrick, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. Thank you guys for taking my call. Got it. All right. First thing I wanted to say, Bob Sutton is still unable to adjust down the field. I, I just seems like every time clutch play after clutch play, it's the same thing. We see the man be, they're up all against the line. And then, and then someone's getting beat down the field on a big play. Did you watch the first half when they sat in the zone and Goff picked them apart for two straight drives? I did see that. Okay. 
but down the stretch, did we not just get picked apart time and time again? I I wouldn't say other than that final drive. I think the defense got to uh, got to Jared Goff and forced him into some bad sticky situations. I, I I know that it's always easy in a game like this to just pick on Bob Sutton, but defense gave up less than 500 yards in a game where the the other team scored 54 points. I mean. It, it gets old after a while. This was actually one of the better defensive performances I've seen out of a team who gave up 450 yards. <laughs> I mean, that sounds gotta, awful to say, but... You got to rewatch the game to really pinpoint, and and you hate to to pinpoint defensive players so quick, but it did look like Skandrick struggled at the beginning, and it seemed like they were picking on Sorensen a little bit at the end. It, it, it seems... You bet they were. It seems like Sorensen... Uh, again, it's just is a. I don't know what his ceiling is, but he's he's come back. He's a little bit rusty, and and you think about this, and I try to keep reminding people this: like Eric Berry may not be the same dude, and just be that magic thing where he checks back in, and then all of a sudden the Chiefs' defense is good. I think there was I think there was positive indicators in the defensive performance, whether or not Eric Berry comes back or not. I was I was kind of encouraged about some of the things I saw this week. You're going to see some good content here on Arrowhead Pride this week because there was actually some pretty there's some good things there's some bob sativity after this game <laughs> believe it or not the chiefs held the rams to 24 yards in the second quarter i mean if if i told you that the chiefs defense was going to have six sacks force a couple of turnovers and keep the rams under 100 yards rushing you would have built a statue of bob sutton they were a full they were nearly a full yard less per play than they've been all year. I understand it's easy for people like Patrick and appreciate the call, man. We appreciate you calling us late and I hate to shoot you down, but it's the same call for Bob Sutton when he's not the reason they lost this football game. Sean McVay is a brilliant play caller. He's a great play caller and his opening, his opening script was excellent and it picked him apart and they went after Orlando Skandrick and they picked on him. And then guess what? Bob Sutton adjusted. And the pressure started getting home. Yeah, they did. So this whole Bob Sutton not adjusting thing, I that's mean, not the issue here. I mean, you scored 51 points, Ken. I mean, let's 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 go to the former Bob chief. Singh, Bob Singh is always – I mean, I, this is Bob talking now. His thing's always points, points, points. And I get that there were two defensive touchdowns, but you should win at 51 points. So uh, if you're taking into account the offensive production – it would have been Chiefs 44, Rams 40. <laughs> okay. So All right, you I'll tell take, me. I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's still over, you know, 450 yards. I want to go to the former Chief linebacker, Mr. Barber over here. And and Patrick's call was the typical. Bob can't adjust during a game, which I think through our discussion, we would all disagree. What'd your eyes see? I saw the defense playing uh, excited, energetic. Guys making plays. Um, you know, when you have an opportunity to make a play, you make the play. You, you you go forward with it, and if you miss it, you miss it. So I mean, we saw you know two sides to that. You saw you know double deuce try to close the game out with an interception. If Scandrick makes that pick, Patrick doesn't call to blast Bob Sutton for not being able to make the the, the adjustments at the end. Yeah, I mean, but th- th- so when you look at when 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 players look at the film and they look at the end of this game, they're gonna say, "Did we have an opportunity to win the game?" Yes, we did. So so that means you you are on the same level as this team, and it comes down to a single snap. We make that play. The game is over. You walk away. You feel better. And a lot of the mistakes get swept under the rug. I'm almost okay with this loss being something where you got to go back to the film and really detail how do we need to get better, how do we need to grow, so then when we see this team again, 
we can make sure that the outcome is the right way rather than what, what's going to go on in L.A. is they're going to they're going to sweep a lot of their mistakes under the rug. Hey, we're good enough. Just keep moving. Take the bye week. Uh, go off into the playoffs. And, and they got a, they got a joke out the face. They got to see the Saints in the playoffs. I don't know if this team, if I consider the Rams the front runner going to the Super Bowl, the number one seed like I do the Chiefs in the AFC. First of all, I mean, you just have to get through the AFC playoffs. We still are not at a point where we know what anyone is going to look like. We still have four or five weeks to go. Do we still realize the Patriots still have Tom Brady on their team? Do we still understand? You know, it's funny. That? Someone asked me over the weekend, and, and listen, I and the, and I, the think the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs. I think I think the Chiefs are right row. there in the upper echelon of the league. Absolutely. But be honest with yourself as a Chiefs fan, and I I try to say, okay, if you're betting a million dollars, if you're betting a hundred dollars, your life saving, whatever. Someone took you, you know, if you you're betting your life, who would you say is coming out of the AFC right now? If you're honest with yourself, you would say the New England Patriots. Yeah. No, I'm not saying. Still. No. Well, you're the one sitting here in a Chiefs jersey who's employed by the Chiefs, who played for the Chiefs. I, I understand I, that. Well, I just saw the Patriots get. Taken out back and whipped by uh, the Tennessee Titans, who are like... They have bad losses every year, though. Oh, bad losses. Every year they have a loss. You scratch your head, and what happens? You see them play the first week of February. Had one in Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, What are the Chiefs' bad loss? Have we had a bad loss? No, they haven't had a bad loss. No, they haven't had a bad loss. No, they've been been playing very consistently. You see what you're going to see. But they just lost to two teams who... They have lost now to two teams who you could... If I were to say... They lost to two teams on the road in the last possession of the game. Right. And they've averaged 45 points in each loss. It's like everybody who's hearing this conversation that that is mad now is like, you think the Chiefs suck. No, I don't think the Chiefs suck. I think the Chiefs are there with the Patriots. I think on the other side, they're there with the Saints, and they're there with the Rams. They've gone on the road and hugged with the GOAT. We had that night. We talked a lot about that that loss to the Patriots till 1 a.m. They went on the road, and they hung with the Rams, who, you know, were, were close to getting to the Super Bowl last year. And didn't play. I mean, they had big mistakes in this game, yeah. too. They lost. They made a ton of mistakes. And if, okay, so... Chill out, Ken. I'm, I'm, you want to know something? <laughs> this is go. kind of cathartic for me. You need it. And I'm actually starting to feel better about this football team. <laughs> Coming talk out, your, I was, talk yourself I was despondent for like a while. If the, Chiefs played the, <laughs> if the Chiefs played the Patriots, if this Chiefs team that played yeah. tonight played the Patriots in Foxborough, right. they'd whoop them. Whoop? Whoop them. What's a whoop? 14. You think? Yes. Anytime. I'm feeling. All right, look, look at me. Can't, look at me. I'm looking at look you. At me. Anytime. Brady plays the Chiefs. You give me the New England Patriots and 14. I'll bet you whatever you want. I like this Chiefs team too, but you just can't be delusional about it. I, yeah. They've lost guys. Sean, Kent, my friends. Let's my all, good friends. Let's all come together I'm on Kent's here. Team. I'm they had team. shots at the Rams and the Patriots. They scored 40 or more points. They lost both games. Uh, like Justin, they, had, they could have beaten them, hey, but Pete, they both didn't twice. Hey, Pete, did Justin Houston play against New England? Oh, here. Go. No, uh, all right. This this pass rush has is Justin, nasty. How hold many on, games has Justin Houston looked did, good in the did, past two did, years? Did, two. Did no, Cooper look, Cup he, play in this game for for the for the Rams? He's done for the year. I'm just saying you can't play the Heat. We can do the play here. Then we, this. Didn't, we didn't even add Eric Berry to the mix. The pass I'm rush. Never gonna add the Eric pass Barry rush you are seeing right now, guys. The pass rush you're seeing right now is terrifying. I'm just so sick of talking about ifs with the Chiefs. If 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 when is it just going to be they won? They won in the playoffs, and they're in the AFC title game. If this happened, if that happened, when are they just going to do it? Stop kidding yourself. When when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, I just don't want to see you at the Super Bowl party. (laughs) Why? Why? I don't want either one. I don't want Mike there. I don't want Pete there. (laughs) 
It's the realest. Yeah, just stay out the party. Just make sure your credentials will be revoked. I'm going to pull up. <laughs> what am I, Jim Acosta? I am can't I, come to the press right I'll let you say that. Politically, politically, I'm not allowed to say I that. I can't. It's fine. All right, quick when break. They- and then Eric and Shane and Mike, and we'll continue this conversation. <laughs> we got Ken Swanson and Pete Sweeney from AeroHeadBride.com. We got Sean Acosta. Sean Barry. Sean Barber, who are you? Everybody breathe. Sean Barry. <laughs> what Eric, Eric Barry, Sean Barber, Jim Acosta. This show. Ken Sorensen. Ken's over there in the corner. We're eventually going to hear from Mahomes. Do not put that evil on me. We are eventually going to hear from uh, Andy Reid. And I promise we're going to hear from Eric and Shane and Mike and everybody on hold. Chiefs lose on Monday Night Football 54 51. 576 the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. Big time players make big time plays. 610 Sports Radio. Mahomes lines it up, wide open his hill. How quick was that? 73 yards. Wow. That was one of the 900 points scored in tonight's Monday Night Football game. Audio courtesy of our friends at ESPN. Mike Wicked here with Editor-in-Chief from ArrowheadPride.com, Pete Sweeney. Ken Swanson here as well from ArrowheadPride.com. And the former Chief linebacker, Sean Barber, is in studio with us as well. 54-51, your final score. Uh, The Chiefs fall to the Rams. Highest scoring Monday Night Football game ever. We're going to hear from Patrick Mahomes coming up here in just a moment. Also, head coach Andy Reid coming your way as well. Uh, let's go right back to the phones. Uh, for those that have been hanging on hold, go to Eric in KCK. What's up, Eric? Hey. Hello. Hi. Yeah, I'm just, I'm so sorry. I don't, I've got a lot of points going through my head right now. And <laughs> I just like, I've never been more confident after a Chiefs loss. I remember the 2-14 and 14 team. And after tonight, it's just like, we scored 51 points. <laughs> it's going to be okay. We're going to be fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm riding on cloud nine. I wish we'd won, obviously. Mahomes is going to make his mistakes. He's basically a rookie. Eric, let me ask I, you a question. Do you feel the same way you did five, six weeks ago after the loss to the Patriots? Yes, because it's, you know, it's like, we. how many points did you score against the Patriots? Like 55 or whatever. It doesn't matter. 40. Like Mahomes is a rookie. He's making his mistakes, and this is what it looks like. So, you know, I don't think Mahomes is infallible. He's going to make mistakes all the time, but he's a rookie. And this is like, I was I was a Chiefs fan during the Colts loss. I was a Chiefs fan during the Patriot, uh, uh, excuse me, the Steelers loss. Like, this, this loss does not, is not the same. We are trending in the right direction. The defense made plays. They gave up points. It doesn't matter. It's going to be fine. Let's just relax and have a good time. Eric, enjoy the party, man. Let's go to Shane in Oak Grove on K on uh, 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Shane? Hey, guys. I have a couple things. So, first off, I'm really impressed with our defensive line, Chris Jones and D. Ford. I know Chris Jones had his seventh straight game with the sack. And D. Ford's just an animal this year. Um, also, I mean, the fact that we have Pat Mahomes throwing six TDs tonight, I mean, I know it was a shootout. But the fact that we have Pat, I just feel like we're in every single game. No matter where we're at, we're in New England, we lose by less than seven. We're here, we lose by less than seven. We're just never out of it. And, you know, and one last thing, I cannot believe Sean McVay, like, 
didn't just kneel it a couple times because of the fact that we had the ball again. I mean, how did that even happen? I, and, I have no idea. It, it it was part of the – it was a lot of questionable stuff that happened in the final minute and a half of this football did, game. Did he never watch the Kyle Shanahan <laughs> Super Bowl game? Like, <laughs> I think it's respect for Pat. He's scared of Pat. I don't blame him. Um, well, I think there's some some amount. Work, <laughs> I think there's some amount of respect when you go for the win. I, I don't. I can't hate on that, but it really it does look real dumb when it doesn't work out. I mean, the the fact that they threw and then it was first and fifteen. It was a false start that backed them up. First, they threw on first down, and then the the receiver fell just inside the the out of bounds marker, and then to come back and throw again. I thought, man, this I it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. You know, when we got done with late night talking about the, uh, the, the, the Patriots game, Pete, you and I were in here solo. Mm-hmm. Everyone abandoned us, but you and me. Shane me to the desk. And I'll die, I'll die here. We, talk, we took calls for two hours from people. Man, I don't believe in moral victories. Right. But I feel, like we, I feel like I'm in a good place. That was the general consensus, which is the absolute definition of the term moral victory. You may have lost, but you know what? You got something out of it. Chiefs fans, if you are happy with the way that things are trending and you don't mind losing that Patriot game where you went to the Goat's house and lost and you don't mind losing the highest scoring game in the history of Monday Night Football where you don't like it, but you're like, you know what? I see light at the end of the tunnel. That's a moral victory. So you can go to work tomorrow saying it's a moral victory. I think there are things to take away more than the moral victory, though. Like To me, going toe-to-toe with this Rams team, means that you're going to be in the mix, I think, when it comes to the Final Four. It's just now, can you get over that hump? And the margin is going to be this close when it comes to the Final Four. So you hopefully you, they learn from these uh, mistakes that cost them the game tonight, and they don't make them when it counts. This game, it was great. It was awesome. We won't ever forget it. It was fireworks. Doesn't, doesn't matter. The game really doesn't matter. The Chiefs still control their own destiny. So for me, take take what you can learn, improve, and don't let it happen in the playoffs. So you know the Chiefs have been phenomenal at coin flips at the beginning of the game. They've been terrible at coin flips at the end. They're 0 and 2 now in coin flip games at oh the end of the goodness. game. No, guys, these these this is not like they were not outclassed by either the either the teams they've lost to. They were not outclassed. And they are they they just beat. Yeah, they lost at the end. They lost the end. They made a couple mistakes at can, the end. Can They're we, close. Can we agree They're close. that if you score 40 or more points, no matter the circumstances in an NFL game, you should win it, though? Well, <laughs> that I, is not a coin flip. I would have agreed with you before tonight. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. This game was drunk. It really was. Mr. Barber, do you believe in moral victories over there, Mr. NFL player? Championship mindset. Championship, Championship mindset. I, I heard him use it on the uh, national broadcast. I want my revenue for that. What do they call I get some money back Royalty. for that. I get some get royalties. Royalty, yeah. Championship man, I got it from somebody else, so I guess I owe him money too. So. You got to change it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So the mindset of the team is: if you got to go down, you go down swinging. You learn, or you grow, or you win. That's what that's the things the Chiefs do each week. They're either winning games, they're learning, or they're growing. And this team is great. It's a young team. They're growing. They're learning about each other. You know what? You know, Pat. I I, I truly think that he's gonna. Look at the film, and he's gonna. It's gonna be about three or four passes that he's gonna want to be about six inches higher to uh, Kelsey. Um, and some of those passes he didn't need to throw them as low as he did, um, and, and and just fine tuning his game in some of those those areas is gonna make those pa- passes a lot more catchable for Kelsey. And Kelsey's gonna be hard on himself. I'm sure the DBs, um, when they had chances to make plays at the end of the game, uh, Orlando is gonna you know do his push ups and his 
sit-ups, put money in the mispick jar, whatever they got, little curse jar. Push up. Put Push a couple, up line. Couple, couple G's in the in the, in the mispick jar. Miss opportunity to close the game jar, whatever you want to call it, and say, "All right, that's one we got to grow on." Like, like it's going. Jeez, but get the hell out of the defensive room. Room. Yeah, you got to do that. You get a jar that says, "You know, I, I had a chance to close the game. I didn't close it. It's five thousand to oh the my. end of the year party." That's a so, different life. Five thousand dollars in a miss interception jar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rest really. of us are swear jars a buck, bro. <laughs> no, it was a different type. Yeah, different, different type party. <laughs> Uh, we are going to hear from Patrick Mahomes in a few minutes. Mike and Casey's been on hold for a while. Mike, go ahead, bud. Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, Mike? Hey, uh, my thing is, is, to me, this game just proves that we lost New England. We lost in L.A. against really good teams. This just proves to me that we aren't a Super Bowl team. And I think, in my opinion, we'll be lucky to win a playoff or at least one playoff game. Why? What's, what what makes you say, What makes you say that? Because all you hear about is, oh, we have Hunt, we have Kelsey, we have all these people. Well, yeah, we do have these people, and we still lose. They're nine like, and two. We need to win. We yeah, we need to win these games, though. Like everyone talks about New England, how great they are. That's because they win. Like we need to win the big games too. We can't just win against Arizona and Denver and the Chargers. You know, and they, they beat and... the Chargers in Pittsburgh and Denver and the supposed unbeatable Jacksonville defense. I mean, they they beat some good teams this year. They just so they went. They just went on the, after that. Too, they, they, they they I know that, but they've been telling you right now. They went. They beat the Chargers. They beat Pittsburgh. They went to Denver and won. They they beat Jacksonville. Everybody was praising that defense. I mean, they, it's not like they sat here and beat. You know, Arizona six times or the Niners six times. They beat the Niners with Garoppolo in the game for most of that time or most of that game. And everybody tells me the Niners should have been a playoff team. I don't disagree with Mike. They have to win these games to gain that respectability. I mean, Pete and I are the ones on that side saying, when's it going to happen? They haven't done that yet. I just think, you know, but okay. Yeah, you're right. They have they not. They have not done it. I yet. mean, Mike's right. They haven't done it. They haven't. However, Andy Reid uses uses. You know, we're going to learn from this. You hear that every single week, win yeah. or lose. Oh yeah. But there is there is legitimate validity to that. Mahomes is being presented with opportunities now in moments like this where he had to respond and he didn't do enough. Now, give him another chance in a couple weeks. Give him another chance when it matters in January. He's going to use these opportunities. He definitely will. He's used every opportunity he's been given so far. You know who else had, hadn't proved that they could win games that mattered? The Philadelphia Eagles. Last year, nobody knew what was going to happen with Philadelphia. They hadn't done it. Everybody it was always the same Philadelphia story, even when Andy was there. They can't win the big one. They did it. They did it with a backup quarterback. And at one point, New England could never do it. Five Super Bowls later, we got the GOAT coach and the GOAT quarterback playing together again. And now they're the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> the Chiefs are the <laughs> Uh, one more before we hear from Showtime, and that's JT. What's up, JT? JT. JT. Man, man, I'll give you one more chance. JT, you're on the radio, brother. Hey, man. Uh, first of all, I just want to say my hat's off to uh, Patrick Mahomes and the defense. Um, I mean, they honestly took Gourley out of the uh, out of the game. I mean, you didn't I, really hear my. Thoughts. I don't know if Gurley was ever 100% in this game, JT. Right. I mean, he, I don't think he was after that play, you know. He was play dragged right. out of the, on the outsides. But either – I mean, Watkins shouldn't have even been out there in the first place. 
don't know if they plan game plan him for him or anything like that. But I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a hundred percent to even be out there. Um, but the defense played all right. I mean, they did what they had to do. Um, I just feel like we need to learn from our mistakes, and we didn't learn that from you know playing in New England with leaving too much time on there. So at the end of the day, I don't think the Rams beat us, but we beat ourselves. Not with just penalties and you know just dumb plays like that. Some you know plays that Patrick Mahomes doesn't do on the regular. There's a lot of things that Andy Reid's going to tell you they have to clean up. I don't think this is like like I said at the beginning of this show. I don't think this is a loss where you say to yourself, "All right, that's it, season's over." That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying though is, don't lie to yourself and be like, "Okay." This team can all of a sudden beat the Patriots in the playoffs. Prove it. You had a chance to beat the Patriots, and you didn't. You had a chance to beat the Rams, and you didn't. It may be different next time, but just do it already. Uh, let's hear from the quarterback after tonight's loss. Uh, we'll get to back get back to your, more of your phone calls. If you want to get in now, like JT, you can. 576-7610. JT, thank you for your phone call. 54-51 Rams over the Chiefs. Here's Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes after tonight's Monday night loss. I, I feel like I could shoot it to him. And uh, I got hit, and I kind of did. The ball came out funny, and, and Marcus made a great play on it. And uh, but I, I mean, I thought if I could just if I could get my full throw, I could get it to him. And uh, you just gotta learn from that. And knowing that you're almost in field goal range, you can't take that chance sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he's a great player. I mean, he's he's made a lot of plays in his, his short career that he's had so far. And uh, I mean, he's he's a, he's a great guy. Loves the game of football, and so. Uh, I'm not happy he picked me off, but, I mean, I'm happy that uh, he's still having success. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I believe our offense is can be the best in, in the league, uh, and I feel like we've kind of proved that for a while this season. But, I mean, there's a lot of great offenses. I know the Saints, I know the Rams also have really good offenses and, and, the, and the Chargers, and there's a lot of teams that are, are playing well right now. And so I always will take my team uh, – over everybody just because I know what we're, we're capable of. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it sucks right now. I mean, this plain and simple. I mean, you, you wanted to win that game going into the bye week against a good team like that, a playoff team. And uh, but at the same time, we still control our own destiny. Uh, if we if we can go out there and win football games uh, the, after the bye week, uh, it's kind of like that reset, get your body right and come back with that mentality that we're going to win and you can still get home field advantage, hopefully. Yeah, someone someone asked me that earlier. Uh, it, it didn't really, uh, for the most part. I mean, if I don't give them the 21 points, I mean, then the score isn't as high probably either way. And so just little mistakes that I made, uh, it's just stuff you can't do. And I thought our defense stepped up well at a lot of points in the game and we're getting turnovers and getting us right back in the game. Yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah, the, the pick – uh, that I threw where he returned it, uh, probably, the, probably the biggest one, just because the guy was open, and I, I feel like I was a little early, so I kind of babied it instead of just ripping the ball like I had been doing it the whole game, and and it got deflected, and he made a great play on it and scored a touchdown, but I kind of got them that 10 thing. It was a 10 or 9-point lead at that point, and uh, it's hard to come back and let that late in the game, and we were luckily the defense gave us a, a, a turnover of their own, but uh, it, it's hard to come back from stuff like that. Like, no matter how many touchdowns you throw, you're going to be 
Yeah, I mean, it's always fun to play against really good teams, and that's a really good team with the Rams. And so uh, you got you get to go out there and just have fun, play with a lot of guys, and a lot of guys were making plays today. And so uh, it's always it, – every week's fun for me and getting to go out there with my teammates. Yeah, I mean, it's the same as when we played New England. I mean, it's just you can't make mistakes against great teams. And uh, when you play these games, I mean, these are the games that you're going to play hopefully in the playoffs. And so you want to make sure that you limit your mistakes but still at the same time be aggressive and still score points. Is that very dominant a player, Patrick, that until you face him on the field, you don't play no how effective he can be? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, he, I mean, he's pretty good on film, too. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's a good player. Uh, I mean, it, it's hard to say that because you watch him on film and he dominates on film. But at the same time, when you get out there in the game and the speed and the strength that he plays at, I mean, it's, it's unreal. And he's also a smart player. I mean, on those, on those strip sacks, I mean, he could have easily just sacked me, but he came around and, and got it out of my hand and, and got momentum kind of in their favor. Yeah, I thought I, I thought I did. Uh, I felt like uh, after the first, I mean, we didn't get to go in on the first drive because of penalties. But uh, after that, I felt like we were rolling. I mean, other than the, the turnovers, I mean, I felt like we were offense was moving the ball well down the field the whole entire game. Uh, and so it's just stuff you got to learn from. I mean, turnovers happen in this league, and you have to find ways to pull out wins against teams like this. And unfortunately, they did not. That was Patrick Mahomes uh, after the 54-51 loss on Monday Night Football. Mahomes, again, monster day, 33 of 46, 478 passing yards, six touchdowns, three interceptions. You got to really like Patrick Mahomes, and it's more than just a player. As a 23-year-old, you listen to him talk in the press conferences, and it, it always feels like a veteran, and that's so, I think, rare even for a at the quarterback position. You can see sometimes with these young kids in the league, they're still learning how to talk about the podium, and he's kind of preaching exactly – what we're all saying to some extent on this radio show is that, listen, they were right there, but you just can't make mistakes against great teams. Now it's whether or not they, again, take that to the playoffs. And this is what makes me believe in this kid and makes me believe that he can do stuff even this year in January. It's his mentality and his process are exactly what you want from a guy who wants to be a great quarterback, and he has all of that. He's going to he's gonna take a lot away from this game, and hopefully he learns enough. And hopefully if the opportunity presents itself in January, he he beats, you know, fights off some of the demons because everything's looked easy for him to this point in this league. This is one. These last two games, you know, some moments have, have caused him to lose. And let's, let's see how he responds. Let's talk to Fred in Overland Park next up. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Good evening, Fred. How you doing? All right, Fred, what's up? What's on your mind, man? All right, hopefully I won't get pitted with the other callers, which always happens for some reason when I call in. I have never called in, said anything about the defensive coordinator, get rid of this player, etc. My point has been simple. For years, I've called in and said the same thing. Why don't we learn the Chiefs from what other teams do? The Rams, which are pretty similar, very good offense, with them, just like us, they improved their defense. The Chiefs organization came out at the trade deadline and said, you know what, we don't need anything. We don't think we should do anything. So, again, my point is, in order to make it in the playoffs and get to the big game, there has to be improvements 
in places that need to be improved. And for whatever reason, year after year after year, the Chiefs do the exact same thing where they're really good on the offense but have holes on the defense. They're great on the defense. They've got holes on the offense. You guys have talked for years that one of the things that makes the Patriots so well is that they can plug lost players, I mean, with ease. And I'm just saying the fact that we didn't get any defensive players at all is why we're in this position. That and the penalties, everybody wants to talk about get rid of this player, that player was great. The same old Chiefs fans call in year after year. The penalties are atrocious. I I hear Fred, and I try to remind people about this. About I understand that Belichick is a plug-and-play head coach. It is so hard to make the playoffs in the National Football League, and Andy Reid manages to do it no matter what the roster looks like, always manages to get to nine wins. The Chiefs have never had a sub-500 record since Reid has come here. They missed the playoffs the one year. I think they were 9-7. and seven. First of all, so keep that in mind. Second of all, this particular trade deadline, I don't love not making a move either, but the Chiefs had the player that they wanted. His name was Earl Thomas. He broke his damn leg. The Chiefs no longer could could acquire him. They didn't feel like anything else was a fit. They were heavily involved through everything you hear in Landon Collins, but the price that they wanted for Landon Collins was too much. You wouldn't have wanted them to pay that and risk next year when the cap eases up and you might have a better shot at a more complete team. I happen to think that 2019 was a little bit of a surprise, which is why you're seeing some of these holes. And you didn't realize that your best player, by the way, Mike, Sean, Kent, happy 100th day of no Eric Berry. You didn't realize that he was going to be day to 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 day all year. And this is what the Chiefs are looking at now. They're looking at this defense and they're saying Eric Berry is our piece. The reports came out on Sunday. CBS Sports, J- Jason LaCanfora. I know he's not a favorite in Kansas City, but guess what? When Marcus Peters was going to get traded, he called it. No one believed him. And guess what? Marcus Peters was traded. That's the guy who picked you off tonight. He says that Eric Berry should be begin practicing as- after the bye. Based upon everything that co- kind of leaks out of the organization, you believe it. The Chiefs believe that this guy is going to make the difference, that he's going to be the midseason acquisition that makes them this complete team that competed in the playoffs. And that's what you have right now. Also, was Dante Fowler the, the guy that the Rams traded for? The Dante factor Fowler? In the game? No, no, he was not. He, he was, was not. They gave up a third and a fifth round pick for Dante Fowler. I didn't hear his name called once. Fans don't value draft picks. Unless I it's do. first round picks. I, I know you, draft you're picks. a draft nut. You still got to hit on the picks. True. Abs- I mean, fans don't value draft picks. They, uh, unless it's the first round pick, because that's what most people watch in the draft. Junkies watch day three. Football nerds like like Kent. So what? <laughs> you're like, mm, that's me. They... Fans don't value draft picks. You know what builds teams? Draft picks. Draft picks. Sean, don't, get, don't get me started on competitive. I would have traded a, a first round pick if if I could have selected you. Just just so you know. I know. <laughs> You're worth a first round to me. I know. I'm, I'm still caught up on this uh man, this Patriots lore that you this, this You mean the quarterback that has won six titles and done it before? Yes, I am caught up on that. <laughs> I mean, that, that doesn't give him any greater chance of doing it this year. The head of course co- not. The head I coach does. The pass. You know what? You know what I like about listening to the reaction of the the kingdom. They're starting right now this year to sound like you. 
No, New England fans. They they <laughs> yeah. sound like well, they sure should. Every win loss, every move is like the Patriots can't do any wrong. They justify it, and and I and I love that. I love when the entire uh, fan base gets behind their team and supports them no matter what. That's what I'm seeing with the Chiefs. I'm, I'm hearing a fan base that says, "Hey, man, we we are so excited about what they're doing over there at One Arrowhead Drive." We're willing to let the defense let people score, and we'll take penalties and all, all with the hopes that at the end of the season, the team will be as far along and as grown and and and, and aged and ready to go, give their best opportunity to go win a championship. And they don't need to win in week four or week eight or even in week eleven. As long as the team is where it needs to be at the end of the season, they they can live with it. And how I come, like that. How come a loss to the Titans, that's a big deal, and that means the Patriots are done. But then you see these two losses, in which the Chiefs scored 91 total points in the two games and lost. But you know what? That's all right. I, you may tell why the loss to the Titans, because it was a 34-10. It was a punch in the mouth by your ex-coach that told you he was going to come in and punch you. When you came to his, his building, he was going to punch you in the mouth. And you couldn't do nothing about it. It was a team that didn't make is isn't isn't going to make the playoffs either. This is not a di- this is a different team. I look at this Chiefs team. I look at them and I look at what's going on. There's positive indicators. The pass rush is terrifying. This is as fun of watching a pass rush unit as I've seen since the days when Tamba and and peak Justin Houston were rolling. And the defensive line is starting to come along along too. And that's what they're they're really they're coming on. And they are motivated. This is the most motivated I've seen Justin Houston be in a long time. If there's anything that can make Orlando Scandrick look better, it's a damn good front seven. <laughs> so you're <laughs> telling me you telling me I've got an offense that is going to break records. I, th- I want to see this defense with Eric Berry. Rush? I want to see what. De- I, let's don't yeah. We don't. We, I, I don't need hey, it. I, you, need, you do need it. It'd no. be nice because if, nice. if you had Eric Berry, if you had Eric Berry tonight, based upon everything that's coming out of Arrowhead. Uh, you, you insert him into the lineup, and it's not even going to be close in this game. Then it's right if, if based upon like what you think, he it shouldn't be close. It was winning, a one score game. All right, winning and losing tonight is no greater or lesser bearing on the team being prepared to win at the end of the season. That's what I'm saying. It should I, help, right? Because no, they're not have been through experience. That, is it, that has nothing to do with what they're trying to build and what they're going to to, to be when they get there. I bet you Tyree Kill doesn't take the ball out with one minute left next time. That's a good thing, right? That mean, that means, I'm that, saying, okay. but, but I'm saying so, there, so there's good. So because of tonight, he learned something, right? Of that course. What you're and so it's better for us to lose and him learn than to win a game, and then that. And that's the same thing the Patriots said the whole time about that that uh, 16 and 0 season. They would have loved to lost three or four games during the year, and win a Super Bowl that year. Uh, then, then, absolutely. Then, then, then go 16 and 0 and have somebody catch the ball on the but I just, side of the helmet. What I disagree with you when it comes to it is you're like okay. A week from now, maybe the Chiefs would have been favored. So Goff and Gurley don't learn anything from this game either? No, they don't. That's the mentality. That's, that's, <laughs> that that is not a champion's will, mindset the right there. The environment there is they accumulated guys. That they didn't they didn't get young guys to grow. They went and got they went and handpicked Sue to to make this dominant defense. You wouldn't feel better went, right now. They though. went and got uh uh Talib and they got and they got Peter. They got all these people. But Sean, and we're gonna build this we're gonna build this dream team. If they could have gotten Earl Thomas healthy, you'd feel a lot better about this season right now. You can't you can't lie to yourself. 
I'm not lying. Let's I didn't see want here. Jared Goff is 24. But I, I, I get some of what Barbara's saying, though, because I do think that this team and this unit, there, there's a lot to be learned, and there's a lot of room for growth on like in, in critical areas, and there was a lot of mistakes that were made that were so easily fixable, and more mistakes made by the Chiefs this game than the Rams. So you're talking about the referees for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, I, I do, like, there was there was more teachable moments that played a a factor in this team losing the game. And if half of those mistakes are not made, if the Chiefs don't play shook in the first quarter or the first half of the first quarter of that game and and spot them 10 points, little things like this, I, I understand partially where Sean's going. There's so much upside with this unit that they made all these mistakes and it still took some pretty remarkable things happening for them to lose. I understand. There's there's a lot of upside to this unit and it's starting the arrow's pointing up and I can't say the same about the Rams. At what point will you guys be okay or or admitting that maybe it's a problem like with the loss if they lost one of the games to the Raiders or something? Right? Yeah. That would be reasonable. Yeah. You're saying if because of it's it's the heavyweights. Right. It's on the road. You ain't going to be in, playing the Raiders in the playoffs though. Right. I understand that, but I'm all. But at the same time, they made the mistakes. Now, they made too many mistakes. No one's arguing that, but there's so much upside to this unit because all the mistakes that they made were were what lost them this game. And it's not the same thing with why, the Rams. Why is there upside to the Chiefs' youth, but according to Barber, there's no upside to the Rams' youth because they we, won? Because we live in Kansas City. Ah, I got you. Quick break. More of your calls. PJ, you've been on hold for like a day and a half. If you hang right there, you'll be first up out of the break. Plus, Andy Reid next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big-time players make big-time plays. 610 Sports Radio. Third and 11. Ball is out. Ball is out. And Allen Bailey scores. Wow. The Chiefs take the lead. Can you believe this? Jason Witten say wow on every play. Is that his thing? ESPN on the call. Glad to have you. It is officially Tuesday. We are taking your phone calls after the Monday nighter. Arrowheadpride.com's Pete Sweeney, also Ken Swanson, the former chief linebacker. Sean Barber is here as well. 576-7610. I'm Mike Wickett. Uh, one quick note. We were going to hear from Andy Reid here in just a second, but PJ's been hanging on for a long time, and we appreciate it. PJ, go ahead, bud. Yeah, I had uh, one comment and one quick quick, uh, quick question for Sean, if I could ask him. Sure, Sean's um, listening. All right, well, the comment is this. We should have real optimism about this game, and one of the reasons is LDT is out. Morse is out. You bring those guys back, that pressure up the middle is going to be diminished. Morse makes the line calls, and LDT is just a monster. So I really believe that as we get into the playoff area and we get these guys back on the field, they're not going to get that pressure up the middle, which caused a lot of the problems for tonight. Sure. Um, the question for Sean, weird question. Um if I had a jujitsu-based pass rush move that I've never seen in the NFL, who, how would I get a hold of a coach and let him know what it is? All right. Uh, Sean, I'm going to let you handle this. How would uh, PJ get a jujitsu-based pass rush to a member of move. an NFL coaching staff? We are breaking news here at 1209. Uh, let me see. A jujitsu-based... Uh... P- PJ, what's pass a jujitsu based pass rushing move? 
Okay. When you come into the guy, it's based on the hand techniques from small circle jiu-jitsu. Um, if you have two guys that are facing each other, you put the hands on the chest, all right? As soon as you do, take your left hand, put it over the other guy's left hand. You swim your right arm over the top of that, and you do a spin move at the same time. They cannot recover because of the torque on their body. It's impossible. If you try it with anyone, you'll see. It sounds like something I've seen Dwight Freeney master. <laughs> uh, Did you say Pete Sweeney? And no one else no. is. No, no. Dwight I, heard, I heard Pete Sweeney. I heard Pete Sweeney. Dwight Freeney, the master of the spin Sweeney. move. And, and there's a reason not many other guys have used that move is because it's, a, it's, it's one of the toughest uh, counters for any pass rusher to do. You take your eyes off of the quarterback and now guys like to get their hands up and block passes. Tomba? Tomba ever use it? Uh, Tomba might have used it a few times, but nobody used it as frequent as, as, as Freeney did and was as effective with it um, as Freeney. Um, I would, you know, find some youth league guys, find some, some guys in college, uh, have them perfect it and use it, put it on YouTube, uh, make sure, you know. Build it. You would have them build it. <laughs> make sure you patent it. Put your name on it. Make sure it's called the, what's your name PJ. Again? Call it the PJ. P- the PJ swim move. PJ swim and spin. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call, man. We appreciate it. Hunter, you're next up on 610 Sports Radio. What's up, Hunter? Uh, what up? Uh, I was just curious on what you guys' thoughts were on when uh, Marcus Peters ended up on top of Pat in the end zone on his pick six. Apparently that's legal to grab the opposing quarterback and raise them by their face mask. That's a new rule, I guess, this year. You're allowed to do that. That's complete sarcasm. No, it should have been something. Meanwhile, <laughs> I'm seeing through. Uh, there's been an exchange with Sam Melliger. It seems like Mahomes was asked that, uh, and I guess it might have looked worse than it was. I, I don't want to comment on it yet. Yeah. It looked pretty bad. It looked bad. But I, like I said, I, I saw that come through on Twitter, uh, so maybe there's a different story. Thanks for the phone call, Hunter. It did look bad. I'm sure we'll get more explanation maybe when we hear from Marcus Peters later in the week. TJ, you're next up. What's up, TJ? Good evening, fellas. Hey, thanks for all Good the evening. coverage, and I appreciate it all. Sure, man. Thank you. Um, okay, so a couple things I want to talk about really quick here. I didn't think somehow, some way that I would end up, we would end up with another moral victory, but I kind of feel like we did right now. I think our team learns from our mistakes, and I think that these growing pains are going to help us down the road. Um, with that being said, um, it just sucks that we have to go into a bye having this loss hanging over our head. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, we still control our our own destiny, and that's great and all, but it just sucks that having going into this bye that we, we lost that fancy game we just played tonight. Um, one quick take that I'm tired of hearing about is how we didn't trade for anybody. You said football junkies listen to day three of the draft, but smart people listen to Friday, the second and third round. We have three picks in the top 100 where we can get instant playmakers in this draft. We have four, buddy. Four, even better. Get excited. Every, everybody says it's a defense-heavy draft. What are we going to be drafting? Oh, God. Kent just totally got excited. It's draft uh, season, baby. Hot, wait, 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 wait. No, it's, it's, not, it's not I even just, Thanksgiving yet. We, talk, we just, we just went like to the greatest game ever. And Wicked we're at the halftime draft. show was saying not even Thanksgiving yet. He's trying to put Christmas hats on. It's, I was, not, it it's not Christmas Do you, until after Thanksgiving. It's not draft season until the Chiefs lose the last game of the season. Or, it's Sean, sh- you're going to like this one. Win the Super Bowl. That's draft. Season. That's a champion's mindset. It's draftmas. That's already. a champion's mindset right there. It's draftmas already. I mean, I don't know. It, it, 
do you do you go heavy one way? I mean, I I, I do. I'm I'm not going to get into okay. details because I right. I could probably <laughs> list out. I could tell you. I could tell you who I'm targeting. But they yeah, they need to go get another pass rusher. They need to go get a corner. They need to get a safety. They need to get a linebacker. They need to get a defensive lineman. They need to get everybody. What is, what uh, what number are they picking in the first round? <laughs> what number are they picking in the third? Well, they they might be pick. <laughs> I, mm, I'm, I'm hoping it's 32 that they're picking in the first round. Champions you know? mindset right there. That's 20, right. 28. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> 28. <laughs> Jerk. All right. They don't even make it to the championship game if they pick 28. Right? <laughs> they make God. it they lose in the divisional round. Well, at, no, at welcome home. Welcome to Kansas City. At home. <laughs> Man. Barbara, you're over there if you were to... Tackle Pete Sweeney right now. No, you know what? Sweeney's just like I saw another cat from Kansas City wearing a Rams hat on the sideline. Dante Hall. Dante Hall. Why was Dante Hall in a Rams hat? I don't know. Played for the Rams for two years at the end of his career. I think yeah, he had a little split. That's you know he has that split loyalty. So I'm looking at Pete and I'm I'm seeing some signs of split loyalty. I'm seeing some some some. some be, called, it's to, called a little thing called realism. To Sean. be honest. Uh, Pete's already checked out of this show. He's got a flight to catch in five and a half hours. So that's what it is. He's, he's going from here to KCI. We are, the, we are. It is. You talk about season, draftmas season, Christmas season. It is the bye week. We are at the. <laughs> we have been grinding. We have on the um, internet. The blog. The, the bloggers show. deserve this. You guys do the need a break, deserve. man. You've been working since the beginning of August. That's right. You know, since training camp opened. August. <laughs> I mean, I know it's always draft season for feels like, you. Feels like yesterday to me. Uh, let's hear from head coach Andy <laughs> Reid, <laughs> uh, who opened up talking about his uh, his team never stopping the fight and that they can get a little bit better. In case we needed them in emergency situation, so um, and we didn't take any steps back, which is which is a positive thing with him. I appreciate our fans for being here and supporting us. It's a tough loss, right? It's a this is a heck of a game. Um, but but they were there, man. They were there as they are every week, and and we appreciate them uh, for that. Um, Sean, the job that he did um, with his football team, I thought he did a great job uh, preparing his team. He's doing a heck of a job for the city of Los Angeles, which is important to me from for being a fellow Angelino. So I I do appreciate uh, all the all the things that he's doing for the city in a lot of different ways. So with our football team. Uh, we can learn from this. Uh, it's a great experience. Two heavyweights going against each other. You obviously can't give up um, 21 points when you're in a game like this. Um, and we did that on turnovers. We got to take care of the take care of the football. Um, uh, on the other hand, we we also uh, created some turnovers and, and points there. So, uh, but too many penalties. A lot of penalties in that first quarter. Uh, I don't know about all those, but I, you know they they called them, and so. Uh, we, we were going backwards when we need to go forward, and you don't want to put yourself in a hole like that. And we had too many penalties, 13 penalties overall, and I think eight of them were in the first quarter. So we've got to do a better job of that. So we'll, um, we've got a bye week coming up. We're, we're going to heal up here and uh, get ourselves ready to go down for the, the stretch run here. So with that, time's yours. Sure, absolutely. You, you go back in a game like this, you, you know, heck, I wish I would have called different, some different plays. I mean, I, we can all do better on both sides of the ball and special teams. I mean, there's, uh, we, we can learn from this in, in a lot of different ways. And um, um, a lot of, 
individual, you know, you got to look at it individually. And uh, even though we talk team, and then that helps us become a better team when we do that and be real with ourselves. There's a part of Andy Reid from her tonight. I don't think I've ever heard him sound that upbeat after a loss. No, it, that that's a good pickup by you because typically there's a little bit of a more solemn tone. Yeah. Uh, you could tell that I think the mindset that he went into the locker room was we went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in the NFL. Let's learn from this. Let's enjoy the bye week and move on. Barber, what's snickering over there? <laughs> got Pete saying mindset. I'm already in. I'm, I'm, I'm already I have in. a great mindset, Yeah, Sean. you, you do got a great mindset. You don't know about this mindset. you know what's going to happen. you just you just talking out the side of your mouth. Oh, here we go. So, so Andy Reid. I've seen what's happened for five years. So Andy uh, Reid. The past, see? Was Patrick Mahomes your quarterback back then, Peter? He don't realize how good he has it right now. So oh, I, I, listen. Ex-girlfriend, scars. <laughs> That's what happens right there. Yeah, but if Pete, was Pete this angry before he got a girlfriend? Was See? Pete this mad? In that always the same. That's the root of the problem. You yeah. Think? <laughs> you know what I'm a woman should help you in your life. Yeah. We look around. We got three guys who are all married. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Super Bowl wife. I got a Super Bowl winning same. wife. Same girlfriend, but same. <laughs> I got a Super Bowl winning wife. More from uh, more from head coach Andy Reid, who said, "Look, this this Chiefs team, they had a chance to win at the end of the game." Yeah, well, we had, a, we had an opportunity to end the game right there. So uh, with an interception, uh, it, it slipped through our hands there a little bit. And so um, you know, we were in a position, though, to, uh, to, uh, to end the thing. And I don't know if they punched it out or not. I, I, couldn't, I didn't have a great view of it. But, um, uh, but you, have an, you have opportunities. And so you, in these games, you, it comes down to that. I mean, it was back and forth. And then I could have called some better plays down the stretch. I mean, bottom line. So, um and and put ourselves in a position and we all look at we're all look at it that way every guy on this team will do that that's the way these guys are wired and and that's what's going to make us a great football team down the stretch yeah they'll fight you they'll fight you right to the end Uh, i'm proud of them for that and we do have we have a lot of young guys and um um you know so and we'll get better from this we'll be a better team it's it's hard to swallow right this minute but uh uh, we'll be better when it's all said and done. Yeah, well, the last one, he was just trying to make a play. The other one, he had pressure and and uh, and threw it up, you know, so he got kind of batted around a little bit, tweaked. But the last one, he was just trying to make something happen with time running down. And, and uh, listen, he's made enough of those where you have full trust in him doing that. So, uh, but again, he'll learn from that. And, uh, and and take a peek at it. We'll study it and, and see what he could have done better. And the great thing about Patrick is that's what he does. So he, he he'll he'll check every play out and evaluate it and study it and and get himself better. Yeah. Well, some of them, listen. I mean, you were there watching it. So some of them, the ball got stripped out of his hand. So I mean, that's that's tough when you're ready to throw the football and it gets stripped. And so, but. Uh, we're going to get, it was an all pro doing it. One of the best in the business, if not the best in the business doing it. And so our guys, I thought battled him, um, you know, Patrick will go and look at it. Can he step up? Can he move? Or did it just happen? So, um, we're always talking about protecting the ball and he, he normally does a great job with that. And, but he was in a position a couple of times to cut it loose and, and, um, they got, they got the best of us on it.
We'll hear more from Andy Reid coming up here in just a second. Want to go to Overland Park and talk to Brian, who's been on hold. Brian, thanks, buddy. You're on 610 Sports Radio. Hey, thanks so much for taking my call. Got it. Um, I don't understand what's the hate on this. We have a second or third string O-line, and we're still putting up 51 points. I mean, Mahomes had his learning game, obviously. He had interceptions, but, I mean, come on. Could you ask for anything more from a quarterback? Um, yeah, I, if we're going to nitpick and you want to win a title and you want to be in the conversation with, with, uh, with Tom Brady and, you know, all the the great quarterbacks, you can't stand flat footed in a game where every possession counts and throw the ball, you know, chest high to a, to a defender. I mean, that's a mistake I can easily point out in this game. Mom's had a great night. A great night. There were maybe some, as you were hearing, maybe some ball protection things that he could have did better. Yeah. He really, really could have been better in the one minute. But again, I think because he's been so good this year, you forget that he's 23 years old. Yes. And again, to Sean's point, he'll learn from this game and be better for it. I don't think the Rams are just going to stay the same exact team tonight. I think both (laughs) teams will get better. The Chiefs are included in that. I mean, I don't know how many quarterbacks would have had that team in it, though, either. I mean, some of the things that they were able oh, to do. And God, it, I, I don't. I I think you're right about that. And it, it's it's kind of one of those things with like you know even like the game, the kind of game that's played, even if it's if it's Drew Brees or, or Tom Brady, it's a different kind of game too. This was a, you know, this was kind of a high variance game here, right? Where I mean, on both sides of the ball, really, there was defensive touchdowns, there was big plays, there was you know big risks. Ball was flying all over the field. They were chucking it down the field. It was a lot of fun. It was just a, it was a unique kind of game. It was an arena game. They played an arena game. You know what I love? What do you I lo- love? I, I love I love a lot of things. I love Christmas. I know. I love Miller Lite. Uh, but Brian in Overland Park called up and said, Patrick Mahomes played a great game. An hour ago, we took a call from a Chiefs fan. Probably loves the Chiefs just as much as Brian. This was the worst game of Patrick Mahomes' career. It was in the not. matter Six of an touchdowns. hour, in the matter of an hour, we've been able to have both sides of the spectrum. I think this game was somewhere in the middle for Pat. You're going to have that in these losses, though. Absolutely, because and, and Brian, Brian, I love your phone call, man. Thank you for it. it. Because the Chiefs are. This is what the problem is with some of these fans. The Chiefs are right on the cusp of being that great team, and they're close. They have to do it, and that, that's that's kind of what we've been talking about all show. Yeah, that kind of is a microcosm of Andy Reid's entire career. He has been on the cusp so many times. Andy, and Andy and I think probably... the difference here with I think the difference here with this is the quarterback. I think I think Andy Reid, in his heart of hearts, knows, and I think you can even see it that as good as Donovan McNabb was, this kid's got more talent. Michael Vick, you go through the quarterbacks, Alex Smith, Alex, yeah, definitely Alex. And shouldn't knock he, Alex's leg fell off. I like Alex. <laughs> I think you think about too, like Andy Reid at the beginning of his career before he was a head coach worked with Brett Favre, and you hear conversations with Reid and Favre, and it's funny. Reid can have conversations on the radio with people that he really, really likes, and Favre is someone really, really, really likes. And you know, you overhear this interview that they're having, and it almost sounds like two guys having a private conversation. And he's like, Brett, you know, he reminds me of you, just like playing in a backyard. Mm-hmm. I think that Andy Reid thinks that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback he ever had. And finally, finally, this is going to be the guy that gets his own career over the hump and then the Chiefs over the hump. I don't know if there is a quarterback in this league that could have done what Mahomes did matching Goff. I mean, that offense with the weapons that L.A. has, 
I mean, Rodgers isn't having that kind of year where they can put up 45. He lives, Bruce, he lives Bruce, in New Orleans. He's yeah. going to say, is the dude in New Orleans it? Yes. I mean, the dude in New Orleans and the guy right in, now, in, Right now, it's it's New Orleans. Boston? It's, it's those two guys? It's New England, it's L.A., and it's the Chiefs. Big ben, I had, big I had L.A. right there, the other L.A., right there this weekend, but you can't lose to that Broncos team and be considered one of these teams that come out of I the I agree AFC. with that. Nope. I agree with that. I think the Steelers are the next tier. I think it's the big four, and then the Steelers are right there. Tied to Browns. <laughs> I mean, but they have the great tied to the Browns. They're not going to say it. <laughs> I mean, Steelers you, tied to Browns. You want to talk about Baker Mayfield? Baker. No. You want to? <laughs> We're not. We want to get out of here in time. You want to get talk about Baker Mayfield? Got a flight to catch. I mean, <laughs> See, now me and Barbara are going to fight. We've been we've been tagging up on you guys, and now me and Barbara are about to go. <laughs> Let's get a quick timeout. Our man Reggie is on hold. Hey, we're going to get out of here in a half hour, so if you want to jump in, you can do it right now at 576-7610. We got lines wide open for Chiefs fans after the loss in the highest-scoring Monday night football game in the history of the event. Give us a call, 576-7610. More from head coach Andy Reid as well. Pete Sweeney, Ken Swanson, Sean Barber, I'm Mike Wickett. We're glad to have you here on 610 Sports Radio. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show. Big time players make big time plays. 610 Sports Radio. I, I'm like Andy, man. Like, I, I'm disappointed that we lost him, man. That, hey, man, welcome to, welcome to football in the 21st century. I'm just glad that we got a seat at the table uh, moving forward into this, you know, this new era of uh, Chiefs football. I had a couple of quick points to make real quickly. Um, isn't it interesting how... On especially on six ten, everyone was talking about you know Marcus Peters and that whole narrative playing his old team, and he was he was a blip on the radar uh, on the radar screen tonight. The story of the game was Patrick Mahomes turning the ball over like crazy, and uh, and Donald and the and the front sevens, the front sevens are what uh, won this game. The Rams front seven was just slightly better than ours tonight, but I think our front seven man is at a is at a championship level now with D Ford and Justin Houston and Bailey, uh, and those guys pushing pushing up the middle man. Like the front seven is ready to go. Hopefully, getting Eric Berry back will solidify the back end. But you know, the front seven is what is what we should be really happy about. But Mahomes can't. You know, you can't throw those interceptions back-to-back drives like that. Ultimately, he lost us the game. He's going to win us a lot of games, but this is what we sign up for with the Patrick Mahomes experience, man. We're going to have some extreme highs and some head-scratching moments. But either way, go Chiefs, man. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Reggie. Let's go to Pam and KC. What's up, Pam? Hey, hello, everybody. What's up, Pam? How are you doing? Oh, my goodness. I wasn't sure if I was going to have a heart attack or not. I'm glad you did not. No, well, I don't have a heart problem. But anyway, that was one game for the ages. But, you know, I haven't heard anybody say anything about the one second that was added to the clock right at the two minutes uh, when, when the Rams were driving. And that they were supposed to have been stopped. Well, what uh, actually, Mr. Barber was sitting behind me and was mad about that as well. And they, the Rams had gotten the ball stopped, got out of the uh, got out of bounds with two oh one left on the clock. They added a second back because he did get out of bounds at two oh one. It looked everything looked on the up and up there in my mind. I mean, I don't know if that play stuck out to you, Pete. I know Sean, you didn't like it, but 
you walk around in a Chiefs jersey every day, so I understand why you wouldn't like it. But but it, it seemed on the up and up to me. I didn't have a problem with that one. I had no problem with it. What was your problem, Sean? I get problems with everything. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, mean, it just, it, it, I mean, you get so many instances where you let the refs make judgment calls on did it click, didn't it click? Uh, when did he step out? Did we actually check the clock or did somebody just come up and say, all right, yeah, it was 201 when he stepped out? Or did it actually get confirmed? Did it get to the point where, like, you just, whatever the refs usually, whatever the refs decided tonight, the right answer was probably the opposite of what they said. Yes, it did get to a point. Um, you know, some of those hits, you know, the defenseless receiver hits is always. That one it, early in the game was bad, it, I thought. The one early in the game that worked to the the, the Rams' favor and they the one late in the game that worked to uh, the Chiefs' favor. Both of those are just no calls, just, you know, play-ons. But, I mean, you just – I just think if referees realize that their best – position is when they're not noticed this was the all-star crew they picked this crew to run this game i, I think they was, they just had it was a miscommunication because they thought that their job was to be seen as the all-star crew and they don't right. realize like the all-star crew is definitely the crew that you you don't really hear from unless needed i'm gonna just put my hot take hat on for a second oh here we go do we have any fire we can play underneath hot take. turn on the fireplace if you're the nfl this crew should be doing every playoff game because this was the most entertaining game I have ever seen. Ugh. Hot take. I don't like that. Yeah, the yeah. game was entertaining. Because of the teams. Not Regardless of, the of what was happening. The first quarter was a jumbled mess. That's clearly a hot take. I understand they made plenty of mistakes. Uh, uh, I'm just going to take but your hot as, take as far, here. as far as the entertainment, I mean, that is 105 points. That is, this is the new NFL, and that is as entertaining as it gets. If you're the NFL, you want as many points as possible. The refs hate them or love them. I know you're going to hate them in Kansas City. They were part of that special game tonight. I, I, I think, yes, right now, right after the game, you, you, obviously it's new, it's fresh, it's a fresh wound. If you're a Chiefs fan, you're thinking about the referees. Ten years from now, you're only going to remember the score of this game, and, and, and you probably won't even remember the exact score. you remember all the points they scored by the football. I just flushed your hot take down this toilet. I can't remember anything. <laughs> just flushed your hot take down the toilet. Get these refs on every game on a playoff game. If you can promise me 105 points, I'll take. Just don't be a storyline, though. Like, just don't be a storyline. Uh, let's go to Lenexa. Talk to Kalen on uh, 610. What's up? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right, all right. So, uh, just got to say, like, I used to be one of those Chiefs fans that was, like, one of those intermittent where, like, oh, they're having a bad season, I'll stop watching. But, I mean, like, lately, through the years, as they've been getting better, I mean, that's, like, I really got into that uh, Arrowhead pride. And just this was one of those games where I just could not, no matter how many times I thought, well, that screwed us, man, I just, I just kept coming back. But uh, it's just those mistakes that just keep happening that just, um, that I noticed that they keep mentioning, like Mahomes in his conference said when he was like, they were in really close to field goal range in that minute 55 mark. And they just got a march down the field slowly. You got a chance to get a touchdown and then just end the game there instead of making that if you pass into all that coverage, whether it's hands tipped or not. But, uh, I mean, he notices that now I just want to see the capitalization on it because I know that there's, they can learn from this, and I know that they can push it through to where they make it, like, just make those plays 
learn from those plays and make it so when they get to the playoffs and hopefully face these guys again, they can just trump up on what they did before. But great game. I couldn't keep my eyes off it for one minute. And, man, I just – those turnovers were a mess. But, I mean, we'll just get right back up to it after the bye and just got to love my Chiefs, man. I don't know what the end is going to be for the Chiefs this year. I'm not like Kent. I'm not like Sean. I don't know if it's going to be in a Super Bowl. Super Bowl, baby! Kalen, thanks for the call. But, but what I am confident about is the three years from now, Patrick Mahomes and that version of him that grows from these three years, he may be the best quarterback we have ever seen. Because what we're seeing now is just Ooh. well ahead <laughs> of where he ever should be. Man, you are full of hot takes after the clock strikes midnight. It's a bye week, baby. I agree. I, I, <laughs> I already told you. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. I kind of agree with them, though. And, like, I, I, I've said this the last couple of weeks. There's an Arrowhead Pride logo on you. There's an <laughs> Arrowhead Pride logo on you. Keep reading. We're going to have plenty of Patrick Mahomes content for the next 10 years. But, I mean, he he's right there, I feel like, in the top five right now in his first year. Absolutely. What, what, what is. is he going to be three years from now? Well, and like, our, like, I've said this a few times. Like, our... Like we're our our fandom is like needs calibration. Like we are just so out beyond our depths when it comes to what we're experiencing. You know, Barbara's talking how we're kind of comparing ourselves almost to like Patriots fans earlier. It's true that like our expectations are changed. The Chiefs have have climbed a tier compared to what they were with Alex Smith. They have climbed a tier that we haven't seen in a generation, maybe two generations. This team is more than capable of winning a Super Bowl. They are. They they are well. They're well. They're a contender. They're a contender. They're absolutely. They a contender. got a great pass rush, and they have the best young quarterback on the planet. And the the moments that they've learned the last you know couple losses. This is Barber's point. This is Barber's point. There's upside to this team. There's there's plenty of mistakes that could have been fixed that could have won them this game. They could have won them the game against the Patriots. And if a few things go differently. In the biggest moments, learning from this, this team can do. They can be in Atlanta here in February. Sounds like a champion's mindset to me. But when are they going to do it? I'm drinking Barber's Kool Aid. When are they going to do it? Let's yeah, go. When, when, when are they going to do it? Yeah, buddy. I mean, when? Starting when's it, it up over here. When's it going to happen? It's going to happen this year. It could be this year. And if, if it's not this year, they'll be reloaded next year. If all the raindrops were lemon drops and gum drops. <laughs> Oh, what a rain that would be. <laughs> it's he, goes, he goes from 30 seconds ago, Patrick Mahomes could be the greatest quarterback we ever We're see, because to I, I'm going to pee on your Super yeah, Bowl Yeah, but before, before, before I said that, I was talking about three years from now, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You have to be real about this year. I don't know what's going to happen this year. I, it, it could, they may be in Atlanta, but I'm not ready to say but, that. I mean, think about two years ago with this team. You just saw hang 54 on Kansas City. Golf was a, a, an unknown and in two years, he's become an MVP candidate. Mahomes already is an MVP candidate. Where's he going to be at in two years? Barber? Where is my points per game? Where are we at right now? What are Where are we at? Where are we at? The you, want, you want the Chiefs points yeah. per game? Hi. Uh, I want to know where, after this game, where do I last? Cause they are now allowing 24 points per game. I'm not talking about allowing. I'm talking about my... Perennial See, offense. he always goes right to the negative. That might I never, I never. I want to know what my offense is because my offense. And, and, yeah, my offense. 
They are allowing. Shun the enemy. They are allowing. I'm not talking about allowing. I'm talking about my offense. Well, you said defense. No, I didn't. Where, God, uh, how what? Many, how many points per game is my offense scoring? Are, are they scoring? Yes. Uh, 35.3, second in the league. 35.3. So right now, I'm .3 off of my... That's year, true. My, oh, my year oh. beginning prediction. Gotcha. This wasn't about the Chiefs. This was no, about no, no, a no, prediction no, no. in the beginning it's of the year. It's about the Chiefs because I want to go back. How many training camps do you think I've been to or through or seen? Fifteen. Like three or four. Sixteen. Nah, four. Ten as a player. Three as a scout. Seven. Another four or five as an alumni fan. Media. And this was the first time I actually saw a guy behind center that I thought could average 35 points a game and everybody thought barbara you're crazy i heard a no lot of one, that no I one it. nobody can nobody that's why i heard nope what I are thought you talking crazy. about like that doesn't even sound right because he's young and i'm saying the way he processes the information from the play coming in to being able to figure out what you're doing on defense and then his ability to deliver the ball under stress different body positions, different arm slots, and then the velocity the ball gets there, and then the way to come to the sideline and uh, break down what just happened and grow from it. I've never seen anything like it, almost to the point where I thought he was alien. I'm happy to, <laughs> I'm happy to build up this alien for you. I, I, I agree with you. I think he's going to be great, and I think Chiefs fans should be excited about it. What I'm not going to do is have them right now. What day is it today? Tuesday? Uh, yes, it is. At 1243 in their cars yeah. Yeah. and be all excited for Atlanta. Should we go to Atlanta? Should we book a flight? We're yes, going. You should. I don't want book, them to get so. Save the money. Those same people book flights to Mexico City. Book early. Save the money. Because by the time you realize it a couple weeks from now, everybody's going to be on the bandwagon. Ain't going to be no room. Because I don't want them to fall from grace when all of a sudden Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are going back or. There's a divisional loss because he's still learning what at least from seven or eight weeks from now. You don't want Fred and Overland Park Mahomes to call you? Mahomes is going to be great. You may yeah. not win the Super Bowl this year. That's the bottom line. You may, uh, I don't. I, it's a team sport. They may not win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Thank you. But I don't think... It, you Should their ceiling be lowered? You Hold guys on, are talking Pete. about a Rams rematch. Where are they going to see the Rams rematch? Because the Saints are going to be playing in the Super Bowl. <laughs> Pete, has your ceiling been lowered after tonight? Has your ceiling for this team been lowered after tonight? No. Not ask so, me. Ask me. Hey, just, hey, Barbara, has your ceiling been lowered? Actually, no. It went up point three. Oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> you, you, you make me sick sometimes. I'm sickening positivity. Yeah, yeah. Y'all, everybody's mad because I saw it coming. No, yeah, I'm mad I about that. I'm happy. I saw it I'm coming. happy you're. I'm went, happy you saw it coming. I read the weather report and I got out of town. I, I, I read it was coming. The hurricane was coming. Showtime was coming to town. But to think you watch that game against the Rams team who is worse than the Saints. Worse. They come out with a win, and I think that now you think, okay, the Chiefs are getting back to the, getting to the Super Bowl. The Saints. I just, I they think, lost to the Saints. Their they're record. Worse. They're equally. That, that the Saints, Saints are a better team than the Rams. Are the Rams better than the Chiefs? Yes. No. Sean Barber. No. The Rams. Okay. So I just want to know that. So the uh, In a third grade, on. some chick. Kicked me in the noogies, and I went down. She's not a better fighter than me because she kicked me in the nuts. I just lost that round. It was, it was a bad day. Was that not, kicked, oh, kicked so. in the nuts. Was that not a home game for the Rams either? It this was. was not a neutral site either, guys. This no? is this was a two great teams going toe-to-toe. -to -toe. It was loud. One of them making 
way more mistakes than the other one. One of them playing shook in the first seven minutes of the game, Are, who, and it turned into a 54-51 game. Who's, who's the best team in the National Football League? The Rams come to Arrowhead and we beat them by the New Orleans Saints are the best team. In Thirteen, the fourteen points. I will. Okay, so I got <laughs> for the record over here. I got Kent giving me the Patriots in fourteen gladly, at Arrowhead, and you are going to give me the Rams and fourteen at Arrowhead. All right. Hopefully, that's the opening night game next. We year. go there and they barely get us last. You know, field goal about right. three. Uh, they barely squeak out a win against us, and they go around thinking they're they're uh, the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. I I I, I like the Chiefs in the, in the playoffs this year. <laughs> you but, don't sound like. But, it. We, but, <laughs> but we're still five or six weeks away from knowing what that team is. A lot could change. Then we you don't know what this team is going to be like. Just like pointing up. You don't know what. That's right. The arrow's pointing up. You and I don't think the arrow's pointing arrow, up for the Patriots. The arrow the always, the arrow always, when the clock, you talk about the clock, when the clock strikes 2019, you know damn well the Patriots will be there. You know, Who's he's going? right. By the way, they didn't even beat the Broncos by 14. They didn't bring, beat the Arizona Cardinals by 14 at Arrowhead. But they're going to beat the, the Rams and the Patriots by 14? Yeah. Okay. They're feeling themselves. Yes. Man. They're feeling themselves. Yes. Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid. Yes. Start shimmying. Kool-Aid with Kent and Barber. I like it. Last uh, bit about uh last bit from Andy Reid. I'm totally my mind is blown. Scott, stick right there. <laughs> You're going to be our last call. A little bit more from Andy Reid as well. His thoughts on Tyreek Hill's penalty as he was throwing deuces going into the end zone. We'll hit we'll hit you with that coming up next. The 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride postgame show. Big time players make big time plays. 610 Sports Radio. And what a golden opportunity now. Screen. Triple play action sets up the screen for Hunt. Walker's in front. And Kareem Hunt will go right in. That call on ESPN. Uh, glad to have you for a few more minutes here. Thanks so much for staying up late with us. Arrowheadpride.com, editor-in-chief Pete Sweeney, Ken Swanson from Arrowhead Pride as well, the former chief linebacker. You know, I didn't know Sean Barber was going to have this much energy coming into the final stretch here, but he's over here shadow boxing. He's getting ready to fight people during the break. You are, you still have plenty of energy. I got some extra caffeine still running through my blood. Um, <laughs> I like this This weekend guy. I was in Grapevine, Texas. For my son's 14 and under baseball team, they they were runner up road trip, they, right? They got they got the rings, but it was the runner up rings still a great runner up that, rings. Runner up rings, what? Every no champions mindset out of your kid participation. They played <laughs> like they played like champions. They battled against some really good teams from all over the country, well, Florida you, teams. No wonder you're no wonder you're happy with a loss. So I, I drove eight hours both ways. Do you, what, what you see here is the focus of a champion. Right, right. Nothing, I, I, nothing is deterring no, you. No, that haterade that he's over here breathing, <laughs> it does nothing but so lift me up. Does your son's <laughs> ring say moral victory? No, it says T-S. Okay. T-S. Silver, med- silver medal. Hey, uh, Scott's been hanging on for a while, and we appreciate it. Scott, you are last call right here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Lucas Wine and Spirits. What's up, Scott? Yeah, I just... Uh, I just have a couple questions. Um, uh, the first question is, do you think that our tight end, who is obviously a phenomenal player, has stepped up when he needs to and has actually uh, performed 
in a way that he should have. Because I saw the game and I saw him drop a couple passes and it seemed a little ludicrous. But that's just number one. What's your other question, Scott? Because we'll take them all. My second question is, um, is do you really do you guys really think that there's anyone that's going to sleep tonight that that feels like we are worse than the best team, you know, in the NFL or or whatnot? Like, so the Rams beat us by a slight margin. Yeah, the first drive of the game came down to two penalties that were, in my opinion, absolutely ludicrous. Uh, especially the uh, personal foul over the middle, but uh, I I don't know. I... The, uh, let me cut you off here, Scott, because I want we want to make sure we get the answers to you both of your questions. And uh, Scott, by the way, we thank you for your phone call. You were last call, last call right here on the Seventh Street Casino Arrowhead Pride post game show is brought to you by Lucas Wine and Spirit Superstore with their newest location now open just west of Liberty One Fifty Two in Flintlock next to Best Buy. Let's hit these as they came in. Travis Kelsey, his game tonight. Uh, I, I mean, at the end he had the big drop and that's going to stick on in a a stick out for a lot of people, Pete, but Travis Kelsey still caught 10 balls for a buck 27 and a score. He may at the end of his career end up being the best tight end in chiefs history. No disrespect to Tony Gonzalez. I just think he might rival that if he continues to have, um, this production as he gets a little bit older for a football player, he's now going to be 30 pretty soon. I think it's next year. Now, that being said, uh, I, I think sometimes with Kelsey and, and I don't think it's a huge problem, but there is a low key drop problem. Like he's not he's not free from drops a hundred percent of the time. It's not like you count on it. It's not like you're a hundred percent certain he's going to catch passes when he needs to a hundred percent of the time. He, he's been hanging around Demetrius Harris too long. Oh come on, <laughs> split these uh, two up. His second, break him up. His second question had to do with me, the kind of a measuring stick. I think if we went around the room right here, as much fun as we're all having, I don't think anybody wouldn't have Rams, Saints, Patriots, Chiefs. In your in your final four right now, if you had to make your best guess, right, would that be your final four, Pete? It, not in that order, but just a, but the, if yes, you had to draw yes, a, yeah, a yeah, final yeah. four, Sean Barber, would that be your final four? I'm not putting the Patriots in my final. four. Who else would you put in there? Instead of the Patriots, I'm going to put. You can't even think of a team to put in there. You know who I'm gonna put because they're playing really well right now. I'm putting the Bears. The Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears. All right, Mitch Trubisky and company. Kent, I like the youth movement. I like young guys. I don't like old, crusty old quarterback Tom Like Brady. Drew Brees and Tom Brady? Yeah, I don't like neither one of them. Okay, they, they, yeah. I, can, I can see them twitch. When you bring the blitz, they <laughs> Drew, twitch. Drew Brees could yeah, win they, the, they flinch, the MVP. They That's what the old guys do. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's it, uh, Sure. But the Chiefs are there. They're there. They're there. They're, and, they're in that conversation. They went on the road. They lost. Close one of the Patriots. Close one of the Rams. Kent, or, uh, Kent Scott, they're there. They're definitely there. I think all you can ask is, are they capable of beating all those teams? And the answer answer is absolutely yes. Final thoughts coming up here in just a second. The rest of Andy Reid, uh, he was asked about Tyreek Hill's unsportsmanlike conduct penalty going into the end zone on the uh, the long touchdown. Yeah, I got to see what that was. I mean, he always does his little thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we just need consistency with it. What's so if it's one side? thing one week and not – I mean, he's been doing it for two, three years here. So same thing. So I, I, I think – I'll have to look at it. I, you guys had a better view of it than I did. So, um, what is Andy Reid so uh, happy about? Uh, they called it, so it's one of those things. Yes. <laughs> he had it in and out burger. That's why. Yeah. 
He's resilient, man, and he has confidence in himself and his teammates. And so, um, and, and he, thus he gives it to everybody around him. He makes everybody around him better. And so things are going to happen in a the game. There are going to be highs and lows, and, and uh, the great ones battle through those, man. And you put your head down, and you, you learn from any mistakes that took place, and then you come back firing and, and, uh, and try to rip their heart out with the next series. And so that's, uh, that, that's the way he goes about it. Yeah, we did. Um, and listen, I'm happy for him. I'm not happy that he got an interception, but I'm happy. I'm happy for him uh, that, that he's doing good. And most of all, uh, I, you know, the football aside, just doing well as a as a father and and uh, you know, and that that part being a, a dad. And and so, as a person, he's doing he's doing well. And um, he's been he's been down here helping out with the uh, the fires and the different things that have happened here with. Uh, you know the guy that did the shooting bit. So, anyways, he he's been he's been tremendous. Yeah, that way. There's Andy Reid. The rest of what he had to say. By the way, Barbara, your final four bound Chicago Bears beat their first playoff team yesterday at home. They beat the Vikings. Other than that, they don't have a win against a team that would qualify for the playoffs. They also didn't tie the Browns or lose to the uh, Tennessee Titans. <laughs> or um, yeah, yeah. Then well, that's uh, it's got a point. You want you want I'll, I will bet you any money you want that the Patriots will Uh-oh. go further than the Chicago Bears. You want to bet me that the Patriots go further. In the Chicago Bears. All right, I'll take that bet. All right, that's a deal. Well, All right, dinner, surf and turf. <laughs> that's fine. From where? Where Eddie are we talking Eddie. surf and turf? <laughs> where are we talking? That's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what'd you learn tonight? I learned what I knew after the Patriots game. It's the Chiefs can battle with these upper echelon teams in the NFL, but they're still at the doorstep. I'm ready for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to beat down that door. Sean Barber, what'd you learn tonight? I learned tonight that um, it's my way or the highway around here. <laughs> um, That's what you think. No, right. no, no, no. We keep you thinking that. I, I, I learned. I learned tonight that my, my uh, Kansas City Chiefs can 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 give up the ball, play uh, reckless. They can use the season as a proving ground and still prove to the entire kingdom fandom that they are one of the best teams in the league. Kent, I don't have time to find out what you learned. Pass rush. Pass rush is good. (laughs) Everybody have a safe Thanksgiving. Enjoy your flight to New York. Yours to Texas. I know you're staying here. I'm not going to Texas. For all the guys, I'm Mike Wicked. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your night, Kansas City. Happy Thanksgiving. This has been the 7th Street Casino Arrowhead Pride Post Game Show on 610 Sports Radio. Coverage continues with articles, pictures, video, and interviews on arrowheadpride.com and 610sports.com.